A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the Essenza of this podcast. George Essenza. Essenza. <laughs> it's the it's as you guys know, this is um a sparkling water podcast that sometimes yes. we talk about oh, astrology. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here and there. Um yeah. The water. It's, it's the San Pellegrino like LaCroix. Oh, the cans. Mm, yeah. Yeah, okay. and I was like, I know I've seen this word. It's Let the best, best, Ooh. best. Well, oh, it's, oh yeah, this one's good. It's the tangerine strawberry flavor for me. Ooh, mm, yeah, it's so okay. good. I can't stop drinking it. So this is not a sparkling water per se. Not even per se. I don't think it is. It's. I had my first Celsius over the last mm. week working mm-hmm. on set, working on the short film. Went went amazing deep into celsius that shit is like a party drug like you yeah. can really make miss <laughs> create regrets on this drink like this 
like everyone was like talking about the Celsius too. They're like, have you had Celsius today? Like, it's really good. I haven't had it before. Like, just hearing that like mollied up conversation around Celsius. Have you partook of? Yeah, yeah. I like the taste too. I just, I'm really not going to water for caffeine. I'm really not mm. going to energy drink. I mm. feel like for the most part for me, I have had it like sometimes before work or whatever. I think I like prefer yerba mate yes, or coffee yes. and I, but it is like, a, uh, I feel like if you're like late night, maybe I would want like a Celsius rather than coffee because coffee gives you like some more stomachy stuff, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um. I do feel like Celsius is like a quote unquote healthier energy drink alternative, but I agree. I'm not a, I'm not an energy drink person. I don't usually feel them to be honest. And it's not like I can go to bed. I don't know if it's an ADD thing where it's like the stimulant ends up leveling me off, but it's not like the right kind of stimulant. The only kind, the only kind of energy drink I have felt and has been consistent for me are those like uh five hour energy like the shots oh yeah Uh, those are but those are insane yeah Yeah. like that's insane and like you can't do that all of the time and i also remember another one that hit was redline do you remember redline when it was like everyone was like don't do don't do redline it's like cocaine (laughs) so all (laughs) my friend i have a friend like we gotta get redline get redline tonight i have a friend who drinks those um the sour patch kids energy drink and loves them Mm. I I like um I like a good yerba. I also recently encountered at Target um cherry cola caffeinated flavored sparkling water, and I just feel like Ooh. we're at a point now where we're making soda again. Yeah, <laughs> make your America make America soda again. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> what is happening that you can't just have a diet cherry coke? Like, I don't, this is uh, not making sense to me. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know. I'm not going for caffeinated sparkling water either, but I don't know. I am drinking uh, San Pellegrino's like in my retainer in the middle of the night when I wake up. So I'm probably not the most trusted (laughs) source, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I think Celsius is just, and I know I'm late to the party. It feels like how four loco was getting away with something for a while. Like I do think it's going to get clocked and it's only a matter of time because everyone was saying like, normally a coffee has like point some MG. This has two G's of, of, it was like, Oh, this is quite a lot. And this, there's something in the herbal tea that is also awakening something, but it was like a clean awakeness, which I I was, I was into, but it, it was like, party responsibly also on the sour patch alert the sour patch strawberries are my new oh those are good just my new thing just my new addiction my i'm very deep now into sour candies which was not me before Mm. but living with a candy boy i'm a candy candy. i've got some wrecks for you i got a list of stuff to send you summer snack season this is what so yeah celsius cut the check Sends it, cut the check. Sour. Oh my god! Can you imagine sour patch? Sour through? patch. Oh my god! I would die. I would advertise, be so happy. honey. Okay, Venus. Maybe this will be late news. Actually, I don't think so. By the times this posts, but y'all, the the Jonah Hill, Kiki Palmer, like bat, like 
bad boy cancellation. Like I felt like the news was just being so Venus retrograde shadowy leading up to this. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, I'm getting so many like breakup texts. Like I, we're talking about taking a break or doing this. And I'm just putting that out there. Thoughts of if the Venus retrograde shadow has been percolating or obvious to either of you. For sure. I think the, I mean, in the housewives realm, the Kyle and Mauricio stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I've and, seen those images of the split hearts of like the people. Yeah. And like, they're still together, but they're separated. And I think like probably when we're getting this kind of news, it means show will be airing soonish. And so maybe during the retrograde, we might have like a little bit more of a glimpse into what's actually happening between them. Um, but yeah, I think that's interesting. And I do think that that is kind of following your heart in a way where if it is a retrograde time and it's like, okay, we're not like divorcing, but we are experimenting with maybe not living together or not be, I don't know what, I don't want to like put words in what they're actually doing because mm-hmm. I don't know, but you know, maybe they're experimenting with different things in their relationship. Or at the very least acknowledging that they are going through a tough phase in their relationship. And that is also part of, I don't know, the Venus retrograde cycle for sure. Or also, and also something that I think is maybe um, not the typical media display where you are, where we're used to people wanting to put their best foot forward. And this is, you know, this is my relationship that's perfect with no problems that yeah. saying actually we're going through a rough patch and like we're not we're not getting divorced but also like we're tired of the speculation about why we haven't posted pictures together because we're going through this we're going through it mm-hmm. and maybe maybe yeah. that will still lead to divorce maybe this is a soft launch of a thing you know <laughs> who knows or maybe it's the way to you know yeah. separation is yeah, trending on tv and <laughs> exactly. like figure, you know that's the whole well, thing too so it, yeah it also made me think of um the on the astrology podcast about Venus retrograde, which everyone should listen to. It's very long, but very thorough. Um, but they talked a lot about Venus, Venus representing consensus. And I do think oh. that there is something about at, at the very least in the Bravo verse, we have seen that having a relationship drama be the kind of lead into a season of television is now like consensus popular Let's do that. Not saying that they're doing it for the show, because obviously, you know, I've done I've watched some TikToks and it looks like there is evidence that this has been happening naturally prior to this based on posts and and such. But it just made me think of that of like, oh, we we do we do as a a consenting group also like to know this kind of stuff. And this is what we are interested in for people. This is the kind of drama that we like. And That's so interesting to me because I never really thought of that, like applying it into the Bravo universe, but like on Watch What Happens Live, he does live polls Mm -hmm. that are basically like, what do people feel about like, who do you like better? Who, whose side are you on? Like, what, what do you think is, I'm I'm sure that would or will be one as like, what do you think? uh, Do you think Kyle and Mauricio are really together? Like those kind of Mm -hmm. things. And I did see something that I think is, this is Leo venus retrograde to me where someone was kind of talking about how mauricio maybe got a little bit too involved in not the show but that he had his own had his own show and that it was a little bit too much about mauricio and like this is the housewives and that he was maybe getting in in a little bit and that feels very like no you're the like 
you're the house husband. Yeah. And like, obviously live your life, make your money. That's like why Kyle is on the show, but you aren't the character. And if you are kind of becoming too much of a character, then we also need to maybe separate a little bit. And that's not like the space either for Kyle or for the show itself. Also, mm-hmm. I think they're politically different. And I think that can be really something that's really testing during this, especially talking about Venus being mm-hmm. values and those things. And I don't know that they're that far different, but like if you look, you can kind of see, I think he follows some more Trumpier stuff. I'm sure that she leans conservative, but probably not uh that far, you know. Well, and, and speaking so- of consensus, you can't be, if you're going to be a woman in the public eye at this point too, I mean, it's hard to be. Especially on, in an yeah. LA show, like, you know, that whole thing. And, and I think like Rinna, I think called them out for, you know, um, certain candidates they've supported in the past. And I don't want to like get too political, yeah. but certain local candidates that the, that the other women have supported and stuff. So I do think it comes up. Well, that just happened even with Guy Fieri. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, he's like hanging out with Trump at this thing. It's like, yeah, it's like, what do you think he was maybe into? <laughs> like, what well, is this? Is that a does this change your feelings on him? And also congratulations to Vanderpump on their first Emmy nomination. That's I just, know. Oh, wow. Amazing. So cool. <laughs> wow. The consensus- and the housewives have never been nominated. <laughs> the consensuses are real. And I think with the Jonah Hill thing which is interesting and I feel like this new wave of cancellation and also we're recording this on July 12th maybe other news has come out here's a timestamp for you but this motherfucker did not like surfing until this girl like took took her whole style all that stuff and I just like love her being like it's like it's not so much as like oh cancel this person it's like it feels very relatable to any text women would send, which is like, hey, I think you guys should know, like, this is what this dude is like, by the way. It's not, nothing is technically illegal or full. Oh, there's other stuff like, that came out, I think, oh, yesterday. Um, but, which is, again, probably just, I mean, maybe illegal, but not, I don't think mm-hmm. the person get- pressed charges or, you know, it, mm-hmm. yeah, again, mm-hmm. Something happened at a party. I don't want to like, it's pretty triggering. Right. So I, you can check it out. And I also don't like, I'm wasn't ch- fact checking sources either. So I yeah, don't really right. know. It was a Twitter thing I saw. Remember, this is a sparkling water podcast. So we don't know <laughs> yeah. all the full details, but, but we yeah, we're not prime. Just, we're and, not pri- <laughs> and like you're saying, once we have a pattern of behavior established that it's like, hey, this guy is clearly like a douche or whatever, right. then mm-hmm. other people are going to be like, oh, you know what? Actually, he did something to me that was kind of fucked mm-hmm. up too. Yeah. Like, yeah. It opens the permission, which it should. Well, and I think sometimes with stuff like that, you don't know, especially, and this is a very Venus, you know, women's issues kinds of things too. You don't know, is this just me? Was this a vibe I got? Am I, mm-hmm. am I misreading this? Am I overthinking this? Or, but if, when someone else goes, no, this was my experience. Then you go, okay, yeah, then this is him. That's what they were doing. This is a pattern of behavior. I can say this is my thing because now I know this isn't. It wasn't just me. I didn't misread the situation. This was fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's cancer also- moon, cancer moon men, just and women too. I think that I think that it's interesting too in kind of Leo this like self presentation of mm-hmm. you know, pomp. <sighs> are you actually confident or are you controlling and domineering and and 
can't kind of handle that sort of thing. Because I think mm-hmm. that's really, you know, not to not to say that any other behavior is like, not to condone any of it. But I think what, to me, what it comes down to a lot of it is just him being like, I don't try, I can't, you can't be like a out there autonomous person because I'm insecure about that. I think it's like mm-hmm. the boiling, boiling down to all of these things. Um, well, yeah. I think it also speaks to this and this wasn't said either, but it speaks to this kind of thing of like, like, I do think there is uh, like, I don't know how to say this without sounding problematic because I do think you can take like not consent to something after it's happened. I do think mm-hmm. that's a thing. I'm not saying that you can't, you know, back yes. away from something or or realize mm-hmm. that something was not okay later. But I do feel like for the kind of control that he's exacting on her, again, it wasn't said explicitly this, but it does feel like no matter what you do, I'm going to say later that I wasn't okay with it. Like no matter what swimsuit mm-hmm. yeah. you're wearing, I, I'm going to have a problem with the, the fabric or later. Yes. It's like that kind of thing that builds and builds and builds and becomes more and more controlling. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that kind of thing, yeah. it speaks to like, I don't know, like first stage kind of that stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's all very loaded. Yeah, they, it's I'm sure when I'll he say also- something that's not 100% correct in this, but like, his whole thing of like, don't comment on my body, which I think are all great valid things that he said. But then mm-hmm. when this has been the behind the scenes, you're like, wait, dude, what? Like, yeah, you're you're so tapped into this yes. realm. And of course, like because now his therapy documentary brings in a whole new slew of, yep. of ethics questions and all that. But I'm glad it brought up the combo on boundaries and what they are and what they aren't. And good Lord, some also just some of these pictures, I'm like, I just like loser vibe. Like just yeah. let this let this hot woman serve. My God. But yeah. and then Kiki Palmer's is just like, why is your man telling you you're dressed like a slut <laughs> on your mm-hmm. social on your socials? The Leo drama, it is, it's very present. Well, and the, you know, I think atten- attention, but also mm-hmm. who's who people are. I don't want to say authentic self, because again, I don't I don't like that phrase as like a thing, but mm-hmm. I think that someone else brought it up to of the thing where it's like, this is the thing that attracted to you in, in the first place about this person and what you yeah. thought was that they would stop being that person once you got them and they would only be that person for you instead of continuing to be that person who they already are publicly and have been. I also mm-hmm. think that, and again, this is unsaid stuff. This isn't like, there's no document of this. But it speaks to a kind of man. Being a woman in a swimsuit is that is something of itself. You have to like what the way you look in a swimsuit. You don't have to, but like yeah. for, for the most part, women spend a great majority of time finding those things that make them feel comfortable to not be wearing so much clothing. Same with like a hot Vegas outfit on your Instagram. Like this is a man trying to, when you know that you're feeling yourself trying to be like, nah, mm-hmm. you're not good enough. You're not this, or like, this makes me uncomfortable. And it's like, no, you know what makes me, you uncomfortable is that I'm confident. It doesn't have yeah. anything to do with mm-hmm. the color of the thing, what, how much skin I'm showing, whatever. What you don't like is the fact that I seem like I'm doing all right. And it like, mm-hmm. I think, and again, it's like, maybe I'm reading into that because of stuff in my life that's happened to me but I do feel like it's like it is a big risk sometimes posting like a a 
a thing uh, outfit you really like on social media that's like a little risque that it can be really risky mm -hmm. and of course a bunch of people are going to tell you you don't look good you know there guys are going to say that on anything mm -hmm. so oh yeah it, it's well they like, want to fuck you until you say no and then all of a sudden you're fat and ugly and exactly like, oh, okay mm -hmm. well they still want to fuck you they just want to tell you that you're fat and ugly so you'll feel bad enough to fuck them <laughs> what they think but it's like oh gee whiz i guess he's right i guess i'll have on this yeah I guess ass dick. yeah Fuck. no i i think that that's all so resonating for this and back to even like it triggered something in me to back to therapy words also we'll leave the therapy words for maybe therapists also therapists don't even use like so many of these words <laughs> that came from tiktok of like he's toxic -y, trauma dumping it's like he might just suck um yeah, but I think too, like just seeing his evolution to become this like Malibu beach bum. I just had this so many times in my life where I'm like, wait, with like ex friends or ex lovers, I'm like, their whole style's because of me. Like I show them all this. Like I, so I'm just thinking of even that. Like, oh, you, I trusted you to, I let you into my world and show you all these things that are amazing, and now you're like my idea like this is my life like I've never mm -hmm. never heard of it before I know that that's not as important as what actually transpired but I think that no layer that in is, that is gross you know I think that is very Venus retrograde though and these things of like if it isn't authentic to you it will it will be revealed at some point when when you actually have to uh embody those values being dressing mm, yeah dressing a certain Playing the way, part yes all, that's what i mean like it is where it's like oh okay sorry so you are actually are that insecure nerd guy who's kind of mean and and pokes fun at people and actually isn't isn't cool and welcoming and this um, is what julia said yesterday was <laughs> is anyone really acting because yes. <laughs> like, it's like that's every character he plays is like some insecure like mm -hmm. uh sped up like uh you know dorky whatever simp, yeah. simp kind of sad guy that's like trying to be in in the cool thing because he doesn't feel cool or whatever even thinking about like totally. super bad where it's like oh like we we were nerds but he's an asshole about it and it's like oh okay cool so you're that is that is who you are Mm -hmm. And you can and put on you can put on the surfer clothes. You can try that on, but that that suggests a certain mentality. And now we see that you actually don't have that. So then you go, oh, what? Up? Like, okay, mm -hmm. I guess this guy isn't that thing. Yeah, and just not that astrology. You know, most of the time this is just men and <laughs> their background and trauma. But I mean, just Capricorn Mercury right on the rising, just like all that like control like venus and saturn and scorpio together up on the mc there's just like is he jupiter con conjunct the sun and sagittarius just very yeah. there's just many things that feel uh, and cancer moon i think it's i think it's a, a, I think a sag sun cancer moon is a, is a dangerous individual let me tell you <laughs> very dangerous yeah and super late degree sag sag sun person there's just a lot that and Libra Mars on top of this all. So like the conflict yeah. squaring Mercury, you know, I think, Is you know, we're not, he's 1983. Oh, wow. Okay. Never number mind. 20. Not, not even close. Okay. Dad, son, cancer moon, uh, Capricorn I knew, rising. I knew he was right on the edge. Yeah. So um, just some, okay. it, you know, brought up some collective combo that felt very, very fitting, but uh i think well i think know. this is also <laughs> i think this is also very interesting because one of the things that i wrote down for venus retrograde because on the day 
before mm-hmm. its stations, but we're still in the shadow and it feels very appropriate. We have the release for the Barbie movie, which is so much about women being yes. whatever they want. I know I'm going to do a little revisionist history here on Barbie because still still problematic in, in ways, but I think would absolutely represent and certainly in terms of fashion and jobs and things like that of women ha- being who they want to be and being kind of self- um, well, it's like playtime. Yes. So self- there's an imagination aspect to it. A self-creation. And I do think that this Barbie movie is also going to be a kind of revision of Barbie herself and discussing um what that is in reality and all nope. that. I just think it's yeah, I think I think that's a really interest that really stood out to me as like a kind of touchstone of this Venus retrograde of how how we're going to be discussing women's value, women's, you know, even in the in the advertising when it's like she's everything, he's just Ken. This feels very um, the Jonah Hill. This feels very Jonah Hill, Kiki Palmer, IRL in yeah. this kind of embodied and, thing of the like, yeah, okay, well, sorry, sorry, you guys want to date women who are everything, <laughs> like they're well, everything. <laughs> like, I think it's interesting too, where like you know we have this Venus retrograde happening in Leo, and maybe we can get into some of the stats too. But we have, uh, and I don't know exactly by a degree, but like squaring off the Jupiter and Taurus Mm -hmm. right now too which is also like a women's focus sign and I think we talked about in our Jupiter and Taurus episode but like I think Barbie is a very a very good example of that square because it is you know it is about women's issues but it's also like supposed to be fun and for kids and so a lot of the things that are things that like you know the supreme court stuff were fight you know that kind of stuff it's like we can't really talk about that kind of stuff with children we have to wait Mm -hmm. until they're old enough to understand it and so it is like planting those seeds um in this kind Mm -hmm. of like like square way where it's like yeah we want you to be encouraged to think for yourself to be a a barbie doctor to be have a barbie dream house to have this thing so Mm -hmm. that you can learn as you grow up like that that's an option for you and then get to learn about more of the you know deep yeah how stuff (laughs) how it actually works but well i I think what's just one last thing on barbie too it's what's going to be interesting is mattel is slated to make 45 new mattel movies like they're going for the marvel universe after barbie so we've had this like decade plus of like lots of marvel it's you know it seems to I think people want something new to like get fandomy about so that'd be interesting to see too like what Venus cycles were also happening mm-hmm. making these like legacy franchise of course Mattel has been a toy company for many years but now we're like we're about to get this is just like Barbie feels very like the I beginning. don't know fresh and 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 new and now it's like we're gonna just get so much so much Mattel um well- I'll go over the stats, but I think that that's interesting. One of the, another thing that stood out to me just in general to keep in mind for Venus retrogrades is that when Venus retrogrades happen, it's when Venus is closest to the earth. And I think that that to me Mm. says symbolically, we're finding out real things about people's, you know, relationships. It's not the like fantasy, the idealized version, the kind of pretty aesthetic version. This is like, what does this really look like up close? And I think with something like Barbie, we she literally is like going from Barbie land to Earth or whatever. <laughs> and we're like seeing that uh, in there. But I think also in terms of like 
whatever it is that you are going through in your own experience during this Venus retrograde. Um, and again, we'll go through stats so you can know where to look in your chart and what what protect, particular points um, might be of interest to us throughout this cycle. Um, but I think just thinking of it being, you know, this is the the reality of our values, the reality of our aesthetics. What does this, what does this take for things to look like this? How is that worth it to you? Do you actually like this? How are things feeling in reality? Um, and in that kind of like, we're looking at these things close up, not from our kind of distant, I don't know, idealized view. I know ideal idealization is not necessarily a Venusian word, but I do think I do think in this instance it is, or especially it, if it's squaring out Jupiter. I yes. mean, I think that's a very ideal and Uranus. Yes. Yeah, totally. I didn't yes. even think of that. And we're, yeah, we're yeah. gonna get it early with Uranus because, as you'll, we'll get into the stats of these degrees. But yeah, Uranus will be like our first go, and then we'll get in more mm -hmm. Jupiter territory, and then of course we'll circle back to both those. Yep, both those guys. And one thing I think we should say about Venus retrogrades in general is that um, it's kind of, and I think. This might be true for all retrogrades, but I'm not sure. But it's this kind of passing over that happens three times. And so it is, you know, it's going direct, it's coming back, and then it's going direct again past that same thing. And so I think sometimes when we experience transits, you know, especially these inner planets move very quickly. So sometimes we experience it once and we go like, okay, you know, got it. But this is going to be a little bit more drawn out. And so whatever it is that comes up for you, um, and I know we talk about like, you know, doing hair or makeup stuff or like, especially in Leo, I think it's very presentational. So um, it's kind of that thing of like, oh, like I keep cutting bangs and like I keep coming back to getting them trimmed and they're just not like whatever it is. So it's that having that occur over like a longer period of time rather than just being like, oops, cut bangs, didn't like it, moved on kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, we're going to try it a few times. I'm going to like work on my bangs. I'm going to do this, whatever. And then it's like, Maybe you figure out they're not for you. Maybe you end up keeping them forever, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so this I think I'm growing out mine. Okay. <laughs> they look for long. I know they look good. For, I know I'm super long right now. I'm such a baby banger at my core, but. I think I think a good transition one, too, is to try some, a little bit curtains. of a curtain. Curtain, you know? yeah. 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 Just, you, have, yeah. you have, like, such good volume. It'll totally work. I mean, mm -hmm. anything would look you good guys. on you, darling. You guys i've been working on my volume so thank you so much for oh my god that. well it's working been sleeping with claws in like on the roots like oh nice mm -hmm. that's a great idea i literally bought a bump it should i start wearing it during venus retrograde i mean why I not a shot a little Absolutely. i'm like that's a, that's a I'm, safe experiment you know i'm in the camp of experiment i'm not in the camp of make permanent changes but i yeah. am i do think this is a time where we're very inward and I do like, like I think Stevie said on a past episode, this is a time where you might not be, have an accurate view of yourself. So, be, mm -hmm. but as long as you're open-minded and like mentally stable about the changes you're making, I think it is a good time to experiment because I do think there's something about trying out a thing and being like, oh, I did that because I don't like this part of my body or I don't like this. I'm like uncomfortable with my like double chin. So I've been wearing more bronzer under there or whatever it is but like it's something that then you have to analyze like am I gonna stay hating this thing about myself forever 
Am I going to stay wearing bronzer on this thing because I don't like it forever? Or what can I do to change this thing or change my perspective on it? And I think this mm. is a good time to kind of, you know, meditate on those ideas. Yeah. Also, Lisa, I don't good. think we have mentally stable listeners. So I don't know. <laughs> to Sorry. So everybody put the, scissors, put the scissors and die down. <laughs> I'm now going to definitely use this meme or like movie scene from if you remember party monster from back in the day there's like when they're on the like jerry springer talk show and it's like i can't remember what the context was but now i have the quote it's like it doesn't matter what you look like if you have a hunchback just throw a little glitter on it honey and go dancing (laughs) and it's like hey i mean right absolutely Uh, no i think that that i think that that is perfect um so this Venus retrograde, we have been in the shadow period since June of uh, the 19th. Uh, but this Venus technically stations retrograde on the 22nd of July at 28 degrees and 36 minutes of Leo. Um, it will go direct on September 3rd at 12 degrees and 12 minutes of Leo. And we will leave the shadow on October 7th. Uh, and then Leo, I mean, Venus will leave Leo on October 8th. So, I mean, we're in this, we're in this for a while. So basically until, until October, we're going to be not retrograde, but we're going to be in this same vicinity, uh, you know, of, of Leo. Also we might be treading back through that same territory, even in yes. the shadowy time. Yes. Also, Venus can only go retrograde in five signs. Um, and so it is interesting because I think, you know, we talk about breakups and the introspection, all these things. It's like it's kind of jarring, but it's um, Aries, Gemini, Leo, Capricorn, and then, of course, uh, Scorpio. But all, it can it can retrograde back into Libra. So there's kind of like a bonus six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only sign. Venus sign too. Yeah, that's the only Libra. one. It mm-hmm. a little, a little taste of yeah. Libra sometimes. And I think it's interesting because I think we can kind of, you know, I think these signs they do speak to um certain certain aspects of the Venus retrograde, but it, it does feel like they're not the ones you would like guess. You know what I mean? If you're like, mm-hmm. oh, Venusy things, like you wouldn't probably guess Aries or. You know, maybe maybe a little bit of Scorpio and maybe a, uh, but I, I don't know. I feel like Capricorn is more regimented. Like I feel like they're all a little bit kind of outside of the realm of Venus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they are where they're technically, uh, like diminished, but in traditional terms, it's like they're yeah. It's like we're gonna uh, stay here a little bit longer because this is a challenge. Yeah. And so it's like mm-hmm. this is something we have to work through. Where it's like it's yeah. coming through Taurus. It's blazing past. You know. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. it's like, no, nah, I love I love it here. <laughs> don't make me don't make me leave. <laughs> yeah. And we and we only get a Venus retrograde every 18 months. So it's not like mm-hmm. this isn't rare, but I do think, you know, Venus and Mars retrogrades as being more aware of the planets doing the podcast and deeper diving astrology, those are like just so so loud. <laughs> like just so much more feeling mm-hmm. it. I think of course, Mercury retrogrades, which we will have one during this Venus retrograde as well, mm-hmm. um, August 23rd through September 14th in Virgo, um, in Virgo's Mercury in its home sign. But, you know, we're, we have so many a year. I do think the Venus and Mars are really necessary, good check-ins. And I think even in those signs of Capricorn, Aries, Gemini, Leo, Scorpio, with a touch of Libra, I think there is so like 
Well, what are you building with right with Capricorn? Where are you standing up for yourself? Maybe with Aries, where are you connecting with others with Gemini? I think just thinking of whatever signs it is and those lessons they're here to teach. And with Leo, I mean, like uh, Leo's just, I, I just love Leo in terms of like, who am I? I think it can mm-hmm. also lean with that with Aries as well, but it seems like a good, after these few years we've been in our, what our last Venus retrograde was in Capricorn in 2021 or something. I can't remember right now. And I probably should have wrote that down, but a necessary check-in with what the fuck is happening in your life. Mm-hmm. The last time it was in Leo was in 2015 too, the retrograde. Uh, yeah. So to think back, think back if there's anything in your life that, uh, is being echoed now not necessarily the same things although it can be um again on the astrology podcast they had a lot of great examples of people getting engaged getting divorced uh, Mm -hmm. in cycles and things like that um and you know peace treaties and stuff too not just to talk about relationships because we want to also expand the parameters Mm -hmm. of venus Mm -hmm. to, to include all of this kind of stuff but um yeah it's super it's super interesting uh do we want to talk about oh sorry yeah stats whatever you were going to say, but I think we'll also see a lot of the, which we're still waiting as we record this with SAG striking. I think we're going to get a lot of information during this, during this time. And it'd be interesting to see if it ends up wrapping up maybe when Venus retrograde wraps up, but TBD. Well, we'll find out. We'll see. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things that could be negotiated that could be, yeah, all, all sorts of, all sorts of stuff that can come up and we'll find out what it's going to be. Um, some major transits uh, during this Venus retrograde. The first one um, that I have is a Mercury Venus conjunction on the 27th um, at 28 degrees, which I think is a fun like kickoff of, you know, stating, maybe stating a mission statement for, <laughs> for this retrograde period um, or, expressing expressing how we are conceiving of ourselves at this time and seeing kind of how that changes because as we said these transits are going to happen uh you know as we station retrograde as we go direct back and forth over over those points um we have that venus uranus square on august 9th at 22 degrees and 55 minutes of leo and taurus respectively um so i think i think experimentation like you said lisa is actually good in this in this realm. And I think that you're going to be getting information back from those experimentations. I think it's just a matter of how much we internalize those and how much we then use those to create our sense of self versus, Hey, I'm, I've always wanted to try this. I know this is a time when I'm going to get the same, the same way that we talk about when they do kind of like bug fixes or new releases during Mercury retrograde, because you're going to get all of the, all of the things that could go wrong. Yeah. Like, you're going to see how you feel about something when you aren't necessarily, again, in a kind of idealized um, version of of your life, I think. I also think in in a talking about experimenting and stuff, I know that Venus is not like in its, quote, power, like during retrograde. It's kind of, you know, all, all planets get a little like dampened, so to speak, when they go retrograde. Um, so I think that sometimes that turns people off from doing their spiritual work or, or their manifesting stuff. And I don't think you need to back away from any of that. I just think that the focus needs to be a little bit more internal for it to really like click for you because 
I think Venus can be kind of an external aesthetic, like artsy, all of those kind of things sign. Um, and it taking it to more of an internal thing and defining what I need, defining my values, defining my boundaries and having those kind that kind of spiritual manifestation, magic, whatever you do, I think those kind of things are going to lend themselves easier. So when you see these transits coming up, don't think like, oh, well, I can't do anything. I can't like do my thing on that day. No, you can. And if it's something you're struggling with about like an external thing, let's say like for me, it's always like a work thing. Then it's like, what can I do in my life to change that? And rather than saying like what I need from them or what I what I want to get more money or I need this or whatever from them. It's like, what do I need to do for myself to make this work for me? And being able to define some of those things is going to help you once the planet moves forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels very. Yeah, I don't think it. Leo Venus needs to be a full stop on life, which it should never be. I think with astrology, of course, like eclipses can be dicey in terms of like calling in power, whatever. But it feels very like big rebranding time. I think mm -hmm. also the squaring off with the Taurus placements. I mean, aren't we all feeling the financial squeeze of 2023? Mm -hmm. It is not fun outside. So maybe that is like, how much does furthering my education cost? If I, how long would it take me to get done? Maybe it is trying really starting to take the strategy of these investments. I think it's really good in that eternal sense of like, okay, well, by this time next year, what do I like actually putting like the pen to paper of like the goals or what you want to expect out of it? Um, I think it's like a great time for that. And I think, you know, I'm already, you know, working in entertainment. Like I'm seeing like, what do you guys do when things are slow? And it's like, well, I started substitute teaching or I'm doing this or like, I'm actually went back to school and like, I'm not, you know, not to be a millennial where like grad school is the answer for, for everyone. But I do think sometimes it's like, okay, well, how am I going to take this further? Or like, how do I make this goal bigger? Or if you did just end up at the goal, cool. Like, are we maintaining? Are we like, what things do we like? What do we don't? I think it's going to be, I think it has to be rebranding in a way to conform though. Like, I think it's just becoming a more rebrand of who further of who yes. you are. I yes. I used to bite my nails. No like, more pumping out content for like who cares? You know, you yeah, know what I mean? I like know. it feels like that. It's like, can we all retire? We can all retire yeah. this. Take a break. You. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I used to bite my nails so bad and I did I quit during uh Venus retrograde in Gemini. And it was like a very Ooh. like intentional thing, but it was and at the time not even realizing it was like hands, you know. Mm -hmm. But I just I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's such a bad, like, I'm so, I can't stop doing it. I'm in my twenties. I can't figure this out. And like, that was just the time that I decided like, this is, this is what I'm focusing on more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And so, and like, obviously like going to get a manicure every week because that was the way that helped me not do it or whatever, which costs money and, a, you know, whatever. But I do think like, if there is something you've been meaning to do, it's okay to start. This isn't a time that you have mm -hmm. to like, just because it's a retrograde. I know it's like, you know, word of reason and all those things. It doesn't mean you have to stop everything. I think yeah. it's Maybe very it's not much the a launch, but you yeah. can like get it ready. You know, yeah. I think, I think it also can be a going back to a thing that you have started in the pre in the previous thing mm -hmm. or going back to totally. something that you used to be into something. Tried that so many met. times to stop. Yes. Yes, that you've tried to stop or that you've tried to make work or whatever. I think, again, even with the, this is a silly 
a surface, not silly, let's say a surface level example, but even with the idea of like experimenting with a bang or something like that, where it would be like, no, I'm going to commit to cutting these bangs and I'm going to commit to learning how to style them every day so I can look the way that I want them to look because I go to the hair salon and I go, I want this thing. And then I go home and it doesn't look like that at home. So I'm going to like learn the thing or whatever, the something where you just are committing to the, the earth process of your values, I think. But definitely coming back to things that have been of interest to you in the past that made you feel like you where you are, I think that those are worth pursuing. And I think even like in the, I know it's, it is a very like millennial trope to be like grad school, but I think that there is a, like a commitment and a follow and a like getting into a deeper knowing of something that then lets you go, oh, I could specialize in something. I could do something that is me. That's my, like, this is an interest that I am focused in. Grad school to me is, is very like retrograde in that thing because it's specialized and it is a focus. It's not general. I'm learning everything. It's going like, I really want to make this my, my thing. And I mm -hmm. think that that's very well suited for not again, not saying like go back to grad school, everybody, but I think that having that mentality, it could be a like workshop said, or a yeah, training or, or just, you know, like you said, Lisa, like, oh, I'm going to focus on this thing right now. This is the thing that's most important where it's like, yeah, let's let let's specialize. Let's get in, mm -hmm. get in on a thing. And that doesn't mean it's going to work. Like you said, it's not a brand, a launch because we're like, here, we're starting this, whatever it's, it's about like really seeing it through when it maybe isn't as easy and I then a, you learn something and now i know when i bite my nails like i'm like oh something's wrong yeah because like you care about this thing and you're ignoring it mm -hmm. or whatever mm -hmm. you know yeah last the capricorn venus time i got super into organizing retrograde time like organizing bullet journaling like i was on my time management game very appropriate with cap where i like i needed the break and i needed the reset and just recently in the shadow period of this Leo Venus retrograde, I like just had this, you know, those ideas that just live in your head forever. I was like, wait, I need to write these down. So it's like things I've always wanted to do where it's just like make a song like, oh, I've had this idea for this piece of clothing. I've always wanted to make not to like sell and maybe or maybe, you know, if it's cute, maybe. But just those things where like I've always had that idea for this thing. Like I want to see them. And like, can I make the space to do one of these things? I mean, Leo, too, is so much play and fun and games and the mm -hmm. good stuff you know like where oh I've always had this idea for this script like well you might maybe like take a week and do it you know like take that time yeah. and invest in it mm -hmm. um we have a sun venus conjunction on the 13th of august which again I think a lot of these transits they're gonna be they are squares but we also have some like lovely stuff I feel like venus mm -hmm. is actually not particularly difficultly aspected during this retrograde. So I do think it is very much an internal, like, yeah. Well, we're if you're just, square freaks like yeah. us, we're like, woo. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, but they're, I mean, even this like Venus Jupiter square is, mm -hmm. is nice. Or I mean, not, not necessarily, not necessarily because we've seen some, you know, laws enacted and things like that too. But I think it also can be like um, expanding, going, going bigger, doing something, doing something further than you thought you wanted to, or having, have, having your mind changed about things, your kind of philosophies and, and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. we have a Venus trying to Chiron on the 14th of August, um, which I think too is like 
healing to me. It could also be, you know, a, a self-loathing, self-destructive kind of day because we're getting that trying to Chiron in Aries. But I also think that could be a day when we like, I don't know, get over something, really, really Maybe push learn through something and, about yeah. it. Or at the very least kind of come to terms with, oh, that's a, oh, that's like a wound. I have a real insecurity about that. That's something there. So we're not Jonah Hilling and hurting other people. We're going, oh, that's something that really, that really hurts me. And I need to be aware of that. So I'm not projecting that out in, in these ways or so I can be tender to that and be mindful of myself. Can you imagine Jonah's reps being like, fuck, we can't even say that he's going to go to therapy and work on himself because the whole thing is rooted in going to therapy and working on yourself. <laughs> Not that that means you still can't, right? Yeah, but, yes, but I'm thinking of the PR. Of course. Of you know, he'll either get sober or try stand up next. Yeah. Orgo Maga. I said Orgo Maga. Like, I oh, could see yeah, it could be that. Like yeah. A total flip. Anyways, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and finally, we have a, the Venus square to Jupiter on the 22nd of August at 15 degrees uh, and 18 minutes of Leo and Taurus, respectively. Those are our retrograde transits. Um, we have post post stationing direct, which again happens September 3rd at 12 degrees and 12 minutes of Leo. Uh, we will have another Venus square to Jupiter on the 16th of September. Uh, at 15 degrees and 19 minutes of Leo and Taurus, respectively. We will have another trying to Chiron, which I, lo- again, love as this kind of like reiterating this pattern of of healing and transformation. Well, we're if having you... this square and then we're healing yeah. and then we're having, you mm-hmm. know, it's yes. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's on the 23rd at 18 degrees and 29 minutes of Leo and Aries, respectively. And then we have another closing Venus Uranus square on the 29th of September, which coincides with the full moon in Aries, which I think also is just kind of nice. It's not, it's not exactly there, but it is on the same day. So we are having another kind of like release there. We've gone through, we're in a Venus season at this time too. And we've gone through Leo season. We've gone through Virgo season. We're into, into Libra season. And we're kind of emerging with this Venus Uranus square at 22 degrees of Leo and Taurus respectively on the 29th. And that wraps up our, our Venus retrograde. And also keep an eye on the Leo parts of your chart, your Leo house, mm-hmm. which Venus ruled houses are maybe getting activated. You don't really need to do anything differently. Again, I do think like extreme aesthetic or financial changes, investments, etc. You know, if you can move, why not? That's just the weather, but life goes on. Things happen. It's fine. But yeah. And that's... remember the easy math astrology is that if you have something in a fixed sign, it's going to be square opposite mm-hmm. opposite. And if you have something in a fire sign, it's going to be trining. So that's like the easy, quick math. If you're like, oh, well, I'm a fire sun. I'm going to be having like a trine, at, you know, some point. So mm-hmm. if you have a fixed sun, like in Stevie, you're going to have a square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're traveling during peak summer time in this Venus retrograde and Mercury retrograde, just, you know, double check your shit that's it you know it's a quadruple checks i mean it's also interesting biden's whole campaign which i wish he would maybe focus on a few other things is very like hidden fees kind of going away like he's like i'm gonna show you how much concert tickets cost it's like oh i mean that's good like we should but mm-hmm. maybe yeah. just wipe away student loans would be uh, i would well, vote he, for that he tried but- i think i know yeah. they tried. did try <laughs> They did attempt it, but the stalemate well, we live in as this country yeah. again. I don't to know. Return. 
there is something to me about a hidden fee though that is could be a student loan gateway maybe this is yeah. being overly optimistic and too saggy about it but there is like a we need I, it you see we need more sag and yeah i'm like give me, give me the optimism <laughs> well when you see the things that you are being taken advantage of and where things are being overplayed everyone thinks that things are le- like legal and fair and this is how much it costs and whatever when it's like oh, okay well if we're taking out this sort of thing i think it does open people's minds to the idea that they are not being told what what all things are you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, know say, I know i didn't say a lot of nouns in there so. that was very that's what politicians do though you know yeah. you gave us the right speech right yeah. there i do think i do i feel well that's the same thing with the strike the state of our country it's like it's things are bad but like we know what has to happen you know like mm-hmm. we know that we need our us all to like live in prosperity and not have to worry about how much healthcare costs or what our student loans or whatever. I mean, I don't know, like we're maybe there's something that comes back of like, if you didn't make enough money to X, like, I don't know, maybe some new math, the math will math, but Mm -hmm. one, if you don't have, if people can't afford to be distracted about how bad their lives are, then uh, that also is like a problem. I mean, it's one that I think leads to people fixing stuff too, but also I think it leads to, um, you know, when mm-hmm. you can't go, when you can't go and forget about a thing, you're not, that's not a, a happy, a happy working class either. Yeah, totally. So. Totally. So well, I don't think, you know, we'll see. We I mean, see. I think, um, in my, my parting, my personal, like, <laughs> it's like mantra for everything is just, yeah. what all of this is meant to be keeping you truer to yourself closer Mm. to yourself, more in line with what it is that you, not in a toxic individual way, in a way that allows you to, again, not hurt people, not resent people, not um, be angry, be jealous, be whatever. When you're doing what you want to do, then you are less likely to be angry at other people for doing the same thing because you're doing what you, who, who cares? So I think being, being clear about what you, what's actually important to you. Where do you want to spend your stuff? Where do you want to spend your time? Where do you want to spend your energy your efforts what makes you feel like you that's what all of this is here to to teach us so we can go forward and be better to ourselves and other people hell yeah yeah cool let's do it happy venus retrograde y'all yes we'll see you on the other side yeah cut those cut get those scissors back in your hand it's fine oh my god (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you next week bye bye Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast, on Twitter at what's yr sign underscore pod, and TikTok at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us, what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.